Hello everyone, welcome to episode 8 of Game of Power. Excited to do this, we have on three brands today. We have on Never Ending, Urban Jungle, and Silver Dirt. Extremely excited to tap in with them and see, learn a little bit more about their brands and their process. So yeah, let's just kind of get into it. Just before we start with the show, I want to say that Fitz is having a Back to School Fitz collection. It is a collection of a lot of different extremely excited to just have something for you all to wear um and so yeah if you're shopping you want to get some back to school clothes tap in with us august 21st it's actually my 21st birthday as well so extremely excited about that and let's get into it never ending yo yo what's good bro what's good bro how you doing pretty good how you been bro chilling i'm actually back home so it's just cool to cool to be here excited to to have you on the show i've been trying to get you on for a little minute so um, yeah first could we just uh you want to just kind of introduce yourself and your brand yeah yeah so the brand's called never ending um essentially the brand is just left like for the individual to um understand it their way so it could be a negative thing or a positive thing so if somebody wants to like take it as a negative thing you know you could represent that in the art form and that's the way i take it if I want to, like, create a piece that shows, like, something bad that's happened in my life, I try to make that into, like, a piece of clothing, and I just sell it like that. And it could be the same thing in a positive way. And that's okay. basically what Never Ending is. It's, like, creating clothes. Everything's going to look different. And that's basically how it keeps on going. That's, like, a never-ending cycle for me. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. So what got you into making clothes? Like, what led to, you know, you creating the brand Never Ending? So the beginning of high school, I kind of like already had them in mind. I wanted to do like a brand and then I didn't really take it seriously until like my last year when I got a job at a print shop. I started learning how to make um, clothes with vinyl and like silkscreen print and everything. And that's when I started just making t-shirts. And then from there, I kind of wanted to change it and be a little bit more complicated. And I got a sewing machine my last year of high school. And then I got into college and I studied, I'm studying graphic design right now, so it's kind of different from what I'm doing right now, but I'm still like learning similar things that I'm going to use within the brand. But right now I've just been like focusing on sewing. That's been my main, my main goal for right now. Yeah. What's that process like being like, yo, I'm making shirts. Obviously you're good at graphic design, but then getting over into a sewing aspect and constructing garments. How do you go about all of that? How's that been? So for me, when it comes to sewing, I don't like to be too, um, like I don't like to create things that are too complicated. Mainly, I do that with the graphics. Like, I, I try to make something that's more complicated within a graphic than, like, sewing something. Just because of the way I make things, I like to make things that you can wear with almost anything. So, it's either going to be, like, the top, like, a hoodie could be, like, super creative, like, super crazy. Or it's going to be the bottoms are, like, super crazy and the top is just something simple. So, I always go within that. I don't really like to make things that full-fitted or something that's, like, fully crazy because I, I want people to wear things within another brand or like wearing it with like something plain and they'll be able to still rock it like that type of thing i go about within sewing and okay graphics. yeah okay that makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense so tell me this like throughout time you said you even said that never ending is something that you want other people to you know have their own interpretation on but like mm -hmm. what what does that mean to you like when did that how did why did that become your brand so a lot of things happen in my life and I feel like I don't get to express it like verbally. So I feel like when you express it within like art, like I feel like art forms is everything. And if it's just me creating and clothes, somebody could do the same thing. So I try to inspire people to just do something like that, where it's like if something happens in my life that's negative, I want them to create that and, you know, release release that to the world. You know what I mean? 
And when somebody asks you what that piece meant to you, you have a better meaning to it and why it would be never ending. Because these type of things, it could be something that just still continues on in your life, but you have like a piece that reminds you of it or a piece that expresses that. So, Okay. Uh, yeah. So tell me this, tell me this. As a designer, you said you've been in this for a couple of years since the end of high school. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it's a it's a never ending quest to become mm-hmm. better at your craft each and every day. What have you learned most from, you know, high school till till now being in the spot where you're at now? Like what would you say to your younger self? Honestly, I feel like I should have like started off earlier because I feel like I had the ideas already ready. I just never had the um the energy to really like look into it and, re- and like research how do I make this now nowadays it's like it's so easy to, to just go to a print shop and I didn't know about that like I thought it was so complicated to just make a t-shirt like I didn't think about that and I feel like if I knew about those type of things I could have created things and learned each because now it's like the brand has created a for me it's just created like a cycle where it's like I'm starting off like beginning I'm a beginner and I'm getting like sort of to the pro level, but I'm not there yet. But I want people to still see it within the brand. So it's like, I'm still learning things little by little. Like even till now, like if I wanted to tell myself before what I would have wanted to learn, like now it's like, I'll, I'll, I'll probably keep it the same way I'm at right now, where it's like, I want to learn things throughout the brand. Like I want to, I didn't want to start off like where it's like, I knew everything, I'm doing everything. It's like, it's all investing your time and your money. So it's like, I, I kind of knew that along the way, so. yeah for sure i definitely think like you know a lot of people a a big problem is like trying to know everything before you step into your certain lane like even for me thinking that certain things are going to be finished or like you know everything you're a know-it-all um when you start and the truth of the matter is like you know nothing when you start Mm -hmm. and so like Mm -hmm. even just simple as like you could sit there and i used to plan content all the time and like be wanting to do this and wanting to do that and like yeah. all that stuff never got done because I was doing more planning than, mm-hmm. than actual work tell me this at your at your point now like what is something that you want to get better in? what do you think is something that in the past maybe you haven't spent enough time into and this extra thing could help grow your brand and grow your business I feel like especially now I would I would definitely recommend myself being more time managed because I feel like this year it was where I messed up a lot where it came to me not really being able to manage everything because the other years I was I was like wait I was more focused on the brand than like school and it was hard for me this year to really plan both things out and it's like I got more motivation now to be able to do that so it's like I want to mainly focus on my time management because a lot of my time is like for school and I really want to put both of them into one thing so I could keep on releasing clothes because I feel like when I stopped releasing clothes, that's when I started losing motivation. And I think that's what keeps you driven to, like, make everything that you make. So time management is everything to me. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I think, like, along with that, like you just said, consistency mm-hmm. fills in the gap in the void of motivation. So, like, yeah. if you ever feel like, you know, I can't be motivated right now, it's easier to just be consistent then be motivated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it's something that yeah. can help fuel you, fuel you, and fuel you, and fuel your habits. So, I mean, it's like, what have, what have you been working on lately? You've been talking about, you know, you have a couple of collections coming out. Yeah. Uh, kind of tell me a little bit about that. So, this collection I've been working on is, is going to be pretty big. Like, most of it has been just sample work that I've been making. So, they're going to be separated into small drops where it's like, I'm creating this. Um, I've always had this idea that I like playing with stars. Like, I just, ever since as a kid, like, I always drew stars. I never knew how to draw a perfect star. 
So that's like where the idea came from, where it's like, I like to, I'm starting to distort stars and make stars into different shapes. And that's what I'm starting to do with like, right now I'm mainly trying to like make it on bags. Cause that's like my, my go-to thing where it's like, I need a bag. People need a bag, you know, that brings you everything. So right now that's like the main thing I'm planning on dropping for the first thing is going to be bags and then shorts. And that's where I'm starting to play it off. It's going to be so, like simple stuff. And it's going to get more complicated throughout the collection. Whereas then you're going to see stars getting more crazier, more placements going to be weird. You're going to start seeing, you're going to start to lose the, the imagination of it. It started off as a star. You're not going to, you're not going to remember that anymore. So okay, that that's the whole okay. idea for this collection. Yeah. So, and, and stars obviously mm -hmm. kind of play along with the, with the whole brand. How do you disconnect your collections to your overall brand? Like what's the difference in creating you know, do you have like a brand focus in mind or do you more so make different things that you're inspired by? How do you kind of go about that? As for the brand and like collections, I try to like um, incorporate the branding as in like using the name within the collection. So if it's like something like when I created this collection, it was called like chaos. It was during the pandemic. I was like, there's so many things going on in my life and so many things going on in other people's lives. I want to ex express that. So I did that using the name. I didn't really use it like um, with the message because the message always stood as a positive or a negative thing. So I just took the negative part of it and just started creating that into clothes. And that's what it's been with collections. If it has a never ending meaning to it, I started putting it together. And just like the stars, like the stars, you know, stars could be anything. That's, that's what I started realizing when I started making stars and putting them in different ways. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, bro, thank you so much. I, I really appreciate mm -hmm. you. For, yeah. for being on the show you know it's it's been cool just getting to meet you we actually met at the park for those of y'all yeah. that don't know and and so ever since that over a year you know you've come a long way is there anything mm -hmm. you wanted to shout out before you head up just you bro because you you've been like kind of motivating me to feel like i need to focus more on posting content and like focusing on where i'm going to post it like what i want to post what i want to do everything basically and you kind of gave me like a little push to things i wanted to do new like new stuff i wanted to get out so, yeah, I thank just want to thank you for giving me the platform and everything. Thank you, bro. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate yeah, that. Let's yeah. definitely get in the lab on something soon. Um, but sure, I'm going to see you yeah. soon, for sure. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much appreciate for being you, on the show, bro. I really appreciate you. All right. Take care, bro. Thanks. That was fire. I met him at the park uh, about a year ago. And so I seen his brand. He was all, uh, he was all set up at the park. And now nah, it's been cool just seeing his growth putting out a lot of clothes ever since then. He's very consistent, and so it's really fun. Hi. Hi. How's it going? I'm good. Hold on. I'm trying to fix this. All good. All good. Okay. There we go. Okay. Caleb, it's great to, it's great to finally ha have you on the show. I've been, you know, obviously we've been working together for a little minute now, so I'm really excited, you know, to learn, kind of just hear you tell your story a little bit ask you maybe a few questions that I've never asked you before. So um, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. Of course, of course, always. <laughs> so how have you been lately? You, you obviously, you got a job, you're out of school, out of NYU. Like how, how things, have things been lately? Um, things have been good. Um, I'm graduated, so that's like a big accomplishment and like working now um, has been really dope. Um, I guess, I'm in the phase where I'm trying to figure, like, figure out where I'm going to go next with the brand. Um, like, what's the next drop going to be? 
I think my main focus for the summer has been like mostly like selling for Urban Jungle and finding new ways to sell. Um, I know I was, last summer I was doing like pop-ups and then like online, but now I knew this summer my goal was to be um, in stores. So mm-hmm. I'm happy that that's something that was able to happen this summer. Um, so that's kind of where I am right now, trying to re-envision what's next for Urban Jungle. That's amazing. That's great to hear. And yeah, no, ever since we met, uh, we started working together with the, during the Fitz Revolution video, really. Um, and that, so that was a long time ago. So tell me this, when did you start your brand? Obviously, you are a multi-dimensional artist, but when did you kind of take your art and decide clothing was, was the right medium for you? Um, I started, when did I start? Oh my god, I dropped a year ago. Well, yeah, it was a year ago. Um, it was my junior year um I decided to drop it was during the winter because I did like a winter collection um so I think it was like January February I was like figuring out everything um but I officially dropped I believe it was in February um so yeah it's been a year but I had I had already knew that I wanted to do uh, a clothing brand I knew that I wanted to do it when I was in high school but I was like kind of like nervous to officially go through with it. I also didn't have like all the funding at the time. So that kind of like made things kind of slow, but I kind of knew like after the pandemic and like coming out of that and just realizing like, let me just do it. Like I have the resources now. Um, I kind of knew exactly how I wanted to go like with it and what like designs I wanted to do. So Mm -hmm. I guess I just went for it. and it's been great. This journey has been great with everybody I've been ever been able to meet um, and also collab with and, like, meeting you guys. Like, that's been, like, super dope, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's definitely been cool. So tell me this. Your name, the name Urban Jungle in general, like, it's it's such a fire brand name. And I think it hits a lot of people in a lot of different ways. But what did – how did that come to be? You know, obviously, you always making canvas art and stuff like that. Like, where did the whole brand uh, Urban Jungle get started? What was Urban Jungle? Well, Urban Jungle was my, it's like my artist name. Um, well, it actually started off as um, my, of like my, um, the name of my uh, collection for my portfolio was Urban Jungle. That was what it was. And I kind of just ran with it along with it and then ultimately urban jungle is reinterpreting reimagining the beautiful and unpolished aspects of society so that's what urban jungle is and you know i'm I'm from new york i'm born and raised in queens so the city is this urban jungle that you have to constantly navigate through so some of this what are the some of the different things that inspire your art in that way um, you talk about kind of, you know, redefining some of the uh, u- uglier aspects of society and, and painting it to be beautiful. What do you, like, what are some of those different things that in- inspired that journey? Well, I guess my mission always has been to highlight black and brown stories that aren't highlighted in everyday news media and just educating people on those as well, um, those stories, along with also talking about, like, um, mental health. Um, mental health awareness that's also something that I go into um, and just understanding that like 
like talking about things that the society may deem weird or unusual, but really realizing like if we took the time to sit with one another and talk about and be vulnerable and talk about certain things, we would realize that we go through a lot of the same things. So kind of breaking down stereotypes, breaking down narratives, conformity, all that stuff. So those are different, some of the topics that I go through in my artwork that then goes on to clothing. Um, and I think okay. ultimately the clothing comes into play where like, yeah, it's cool to like have the artwork in your home. Like that would be beautiful to have that. And also like gallery shows, but like to have people actually wear my clothing means that you support the message and the journey and, you know, just like trying to advocate for a change and you support what Urban Jung was about. So that's, okay. Yeah. <laughs> tell me this, tell me this, you, you make a lot of different art. What do you think is the hardest part about being an artist in general? I think coming up with what's next. I think that's what, like being inspired on what's, what's to come next. Um, but also navigating the art world is very, can be hard as just as a black woman. Um, so I think that has been hard for me as an artist right now, just figuring out what, what do I want to create? I haven't created anything since my thesis show. Um, and right now I'm in a new medium of footwear design. So it's like, just trying to figure out what, what do I want to put out now? You know, um, cause footwear design is kind of different. Um, you're creating for a consumer, um, and you're caring about their needs and what you need to put out for them. Whereas with art, it's kind of like, okay, what, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to put into the world that you solely have to go out and figure out? You know, it's kind of two different things. So I'm in the works of trying to figure out what do I want to put out right now? What do I want to, you know, add to the clothing that is a message that can stand on its own in the world, so. I think that's a really interesting point that you just touched on, the, the duality of, obviously um, creating for a brand or creating footwear design, how do you, versus art, what do you think is, is the difference in your mindset when you come towards creating, when you're making, you know, your thesis project or you're making um, paintings versus making clothes for a consumer that is really something that people wear instead of, you know, having in their house? Like wh what's the difference like towards your mentality towards what you're creating? Um, I think when it comes to, uh, footwear design or just creating apparel for um, it's just I think what comes into play is like ultimately like having empathy for your consumer you have to kind of put yourself in their shoes um, when you're creating um, whatever whether it be a sneaker or apparel whatever the case may be you have to understand like what why do they need this or what are their needs that where why do they need it from you you know like, they, why would, what would make them go into the store and be like, oh, I want this? So kind of just, like, you have to kind of go into somebody else's shoes. But where art, it's kind of like, you have more free range. Um, there's not really constraints on it. You're kind of just like, I want to talk about this. So you do the research, you go out, and you figure out how you want people to interpret it. Um, so okay. I guess it's that kind of, like, free range mindset when it comes to creating your own artwork. You do have moments when you're like, oh, how is this going to be interpreted in the real world? And, you know, those come into play. But, like, when you're really making art for yourself or that can be in the world, it's kind of like, it's more freeing. Um, that's how okay. I like it.
and that doesn't mean to say like I don't like <laughs> designing for like others in regards to you know my work it's just a different type of love for I have both that makes sense. That makes sense. So thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I actually have one more question. Um, what keeps you going? Like, what, what keeps you inspired? What keeps you moving? Uh, like, what, what drives you at this point? I've been getting asked that question a lot lately. Um, right now, I've noticed that what's driving me is um, representation. Um, and also... Um, I guess the word would be humility. Those are two things that I've been seeing a lot lately. Um, representation in regards to, you know, me being a black woman and, you know, all the things I have been able to accomplish and just, you know, being a role model to other black women. Like, you can do this. You can graduate college. You can, you know, enter a career path, you know, a creative career path that may seem hard to get into, but there are ways to do so, you know? And just being that mentor or that person that they can like see, like, you know, I just want to be a good representation to the younger generation and others that look like me. And then also humility, like humility in the fact that like, I, I wouldn't be like, this is above me, you know, like I couldn't have done this on this on my own. It takes a village, but ultimately like this is God's plan for me, you know? So, really just being like self-aware and taking the time to really like pay attention to what's going on around me and then having to move accordingly to that so those are the two that's things incredible have been on my mind lately <laughs> that's incredible that's incredible i definitely feel that every day when it comes to representation like for for me at least like there's not there's only three black uh fortune 500 ceos yeah. and so like just stuff like that just like, really keeps me going because like for me, the way I look at it, it's like we have to be able to give jobs back to our community. We have to be able to build businesses that are going to empower our community. And so it definitely is like such a it feels like a weight at times for sure. But it also that weight helps me keep going every day. So it's very interesting that you said that. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I really appreciate you. Is there anything you wanted to kind of shout out or say before you left? Um, uh. Check out Urban Jungle. Check out Bedford Vintage. That's where um, my clothes are right now selling. Um, and also shout out to Fitz. Shout out to Max. You guys are doing a lot of dope things. And I'm so glad to be a part of it. And thank you for having me. On thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. We'll definitely be in touch soon. Of sure, course. we'll be in the lab on something soon. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Bye. See ya. Oh. I had a great time talking to her. Caleb really inspires me. She just consistently puts out a lot of different art. I went to her thesis show. It was incredible. Um, and she's just super inspiring. Yo, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm good. Thank you. Thank going? you so much for thank you so much for coming on the show. Um hey, no, no problem. It's it's been cool. It, I've been seeing, you know, you're you're very talented. You you do a lot of different things from fashion to music. I definitely wanted to just kind of pick your brain a little bit and see what's going on. But um, do you want to just kind of introduce yourself first? Uh, yeah, uh, my name is Asiko, Asiko Gomez. Uh, I do, I mean, I, the, the way I approach things is, I, I, me, I just like to create things. That goes from, like, from, from art to, well, like, I major in, like, engineering and IMA, which is interactive media art. So just pretty much anything that allows me, like, to, like, to create things. And like, 
just make things. So, and, and I, I don't like taking it from like a, a limiting perspective. Like I see it as a, as a whole thing. So music, art, um, engineering, just anything that's in the, I mean, cre like what being creative means is like to create. So just anything in that regard, yeah. 100%, 100%. I definitely like how you, how you said that. And I feel like for me at least, like something that kind of scares me is like the concept of not being here anymore. You know what I mean? And like creating things every day, whether that's a video, whether that is, you know, a company or anything that we're building, it feels like, oh, I even have like a little bit of rush to create things before, you know, I can't do that anymore. Why, what, what got you into creating things? Why do you have that mentality now? I don't know. I think it's just something that I've like always had since I was little, but something that's interesting about like the time that we live in now is that we have like the ability to like, to document things like in the past. And plus we also have like a lot more resources, but in the past, let's say like, if, if you wanted to, to make music, if you wanted to make some form of art that would like last, you would have to be like, um, you'd have to have access to, to certain like people and, and certain resources that like, like archive that. But now because of like the internet and all that stuff, like things like, like last and you can look back and see everything that you've done. But at the same time, that also allows like a lot of people to create things. So things might get like covered up, but still, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting thing that we, we have the ability to do, which is just like to get something that's in our head and then like make it a reality. And that's something that I'm like really interested in and something that really like that's motivates absolutely absolutely even like i've been saying a lot of times i have like a new tagline like make ideas inventions something mm -hmm. i always say like what do you think is like in the middle T talk to me about the process of taking something from your head and putting it out whether that is music whether that's art how do you kind of go about that process well actually like recently i was reading uh the autobiography of nikola tesla which is like you know like what Tesla's like named after, but like the original, yeah, Vince <laughs> like an inventor and stuff. And what he talks about is like, so much of his process is like mental. Like he just spent most of his time just thinking and like creating it so vividly in his head that, that, um, that he could like test designs and test inventions in his, in his head and get it so like, like make it so vivid in his head that once, one, and he also said it saved him so much money because he didn't have to do all these like like tests and and it fails and then waste resources but i mean i think a big part of it is just like seeing it and seeing it and seeing it and then also just not being afraid to to like start things and and to to eventually try because you don't want to get stuck in the, the thing where you're just thinking about how to do something and, and how to do something and, and make it perfect you you it's got to start. Yeah. And I actually remember, I remember uh, watching one of these and, and I think you were talking about that, like the importance of just like, like starting and, and, and trying things. But That's everything. Yeah. But yeah. That's everything. Yeah. You said you mentioned even just like the autobiography and Nicola Tessa, I grabbed one of his books from the library the other day. And like, one thing I think is, is interesting that a lot of people don't put into perspective is that like, you, they're just ideas. And a lot of people like don't know how to go about executing that idea fully but it's like if they start on it then they're actively going to get closer to that like 
Elon Musk, I'm sure, doesn't actually know how we're going to get to Mars, but he started on that, and yeah. he's, so, he's 20 years into it to the point where, like, he's figuring out new things every day. So I think there's, a, there's definitely an art in that. How does, um, how does that relate to your brand? What is um, Kind of tell me a little bit about your brand. I'm very interested in the name Silver Dirt and the clothes that you make. Like, how did, uh, what, is, what is Silver Dirt, and how did that come to be? So what Silver Dirt is, is it's essentially like I, I'm trying to tackle uh, the idea of uh, perception. So what perception and differentiation. And so I, I guess the best way to kind of explain it is uh, like first shirt that I did was the one that said, uh, like, rob me. And I mean, obviously, this is something that's open to interpretation and it has other meanings that you could take on. But uh, for me, what it was about was like the idea that uh, a perception of danger can be used as protection. So like when I was like younger, uh, like uh, I, I used to like go skateboarding at night, like like really late and stuff. And one time this uh, someone like stopped me and they're, they're pretty much like trying to like, like rob me. Right. But and and this was kind of like not even it was subconscious but my instinct was to like like, like what's good like 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 and then like and i reached i reached for like like my waistband like i have it but I, that you know it's it's a front right but since he perceived it like that then he like like left right so the idea is like someone who's who has a shirt that says raw me that they they're probably like protected they're they're like who who would wear that it, unless they 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 feel like they're they can wear that but then the interesting thing that happens is that by wearing that shirt which now is a symbol of like okay the only person who would wear it is someone who's protected now someone who isn't even protected can wear it and now it serves the same purpose if you get what i mean so like wow it's it's like um i guess there's this uh 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 this this there's this poisonous butterfly that has a, a a moth that that has the exact same like pattern and because it has the same pattern then the 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 it's 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 natural predator is like this bird but though it, it adapted to have the same color as the, the poisonous moth uh, the poisonous butterfly so that the the so that it doesn't like through natural selection obviously and and that's what allows it to survive so basically you can have something uh like i mean this is stuff that we we already know right like you can you can like look a certain way and now you, the perception of what that is changes but 100% the truth, truth is that like it's not it's not what what our reality is is just perception so depending on on how we see something that's that's what it is in our head at least if you think about money the value of money is just a a, a mass um, like agreement that this is something of value, right? But it, it's 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 solely based off like perception. In the past, cowrie shells were were currency in in parts of places. Salt was, but it's it's once we put that 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 title on the way that we we perceive something that it becomes whatever that thing is, right? And then so then another print that I have is is of the hand like with the gun like behind so i have one that says rob me in the front and then the, i'm, I'm kind of going off track i don't really have a 
no, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, yeah, so, so the other thing about like this time is that you don't know, it's hard to tell what's what. It's hard to tell, like, with, with that line, I was just exploring like danger and, and stuff like that, but it's hard to know, uh, like, who's dangerous and who isn't because there's guns, right? So, like, you could have someone who looks completely harmless and you, you see them as someone who is vulnerable, but behind their back, they have, they have a gun and they're dangerous. And vice versa, you have people who may appear to be very dangerous and, and like, it, you may completely like perceive them in a different way. Yeah. And, and they're, and they're so completely harmless. So everything you, you, you said a lot, but I love everything yeah. that you said and everything you were talking about just now was perception. And mm -hmm. that's what you've been putting into your clothes, changing the perception of how someone would react to, to a certain thing. I think that's incredible. And it's actually extremely interesting hearing that come from you, obviously, because I've seen your clothes for, for a long time and always wanted to ask you that. And so when it comes to your design, it's very, you, you have guns on your stuff, you have, you have robbed me. Is that, when you talk about perception, how does, how, what is perception to you in terms of fashion and music and creation? What do you think is maybe even a, a, the opposite form of that perception? If that makes sense. Sorry, can you reiterate that? Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. So, yeah, perception that we all have towards creative ventures, whether that's fashion or music, I guess my question okay. to you would be, what do you think is a misconception about that like what do you think is the opposite form of that perception or what do you think people don't understand about that i think i mean i think one of the most like obvious ones is that well at least like for people of like color or whatever it's like it's not it's not as like like artful in a sense like it's not it's not um it's it's not it's not like i mean we talk about him a lot cuz i mean he's like one of our like 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 Virgil Abloh right so it's when when we look at what what he was doing a lot of people's critique was that it was it was more streetwear opposed to like high fashion i mean that goes for like hip hop too and like rap too and like these things they're not viewed they're not they're not given the same weight as other uh mediums of art and that's what i mean this is it's it's a for for a lot of people it's it's a way of of expression and stuff it's a way of of communication but it's it's not it's not treated with the same like value as other forms so that makes a lot of sense yeah. it makes a lot of sense it's even it's even kind of discounting you know, what these people are creating by putting it into different boxes and separating yeah. the fact that it could be like that. That makes a lot of sense, bro. Man, you've been dropping, you've been saying a lot of, a lot of good shit. Tell me this, what else, um, what, what's kind of next for you? What's kind of next for your brand? Uh, what are you, what are you working towards right now? Well, I think a lot of, like I said before, like I, I just, initially I just wanted to start, but it's, I mean, it's kind of, uh, there's a lot of filling in the blanks that I have to do as far as like, making uh the messengery clear and stuff like i'm i'm doing things like like selling dirt like i'm gonna be selling dirt and selling like the whole like thing like i well okay well i'll start by saying um 
I, yeah, I want to, I want to tackle the idea of value, right? So that's like, like silver dirt, right? It's like, is it silver? Is it dirt? What's, what's the difference, right? So I, I want to have, I have a shirt that I'm, I'm dropping soon that, uh, it's, it's these shirts that say, uh, like prices on them, right? And the price is how much the shirt is, right? That's it, right? Because we also have this thing, like, like, just because something is, like has a certain price tag, we put place more value on it. But I'm I'm trying to kind of to play with that idea of like it's the same thing, right? There's no difference between a shirt that I say has twenty dollars and a shirt that I and I'm saying like literally it, I'm printed on it. It says the price of the shirt and yeah, and like that. And because because me like some things are for for style, but but right now I'm it's it's more conceptual. So I'm I'm it's like conceptual ideas and stuff but yeah so i want to do things like that and then uh, eventually though because like the way i see it like a shirt if a shirt is like a because because i i primarily do like screen printing and stuff right so a, a print is is like a painting but i i want to make sculptures so that's once once you get into the point of like designing how like a garment fits and and stuff like that but i think that Yes, we have a lot of, I mean, it's crazy that the, like, like I said, because we have more resources, the things that people are creating, it's really crazy. Like it's, but I, I mean, I think it can go like even further as far as like, the, I think sometimes people f like fail to, to recognize like how interesting of a art form uh, fashion is. But for me, like I approach it more like, like art. Right. So not not all art is beautiful to look at. Some of it just makes you think. Right. Some of it makes you feel a certain way. Some of it. And, and that's the, the same way I want to approach uh, like fashion and clothes. Just things that make you think things that, you know, like, like I said, like it, not everything it, that that is an art piece is like this beautiful serene like and there's a place for that and there's a place for for clothes that like 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 look very aesthetically pleasing but for me i'm more focused on like the conceptual side of it so i, I want to go further and further to creating like more like sculptural pieces and and focusing on like the conceptual side of things that's fire bro that's fire that's that that's creed that's amazing to hear it's been Thank you so much for, for hopping on the show. I, I definitely learned a lot and it, you got me thinking, I'm not even gonna lie, you got me thinking, you know, a lot about perception, a lot about how, you know, people view certain words and what, how, you know, what the duality of that could be as well. So definitely super excited to, to see, you know, everything you keep creating and just keep pushing, bro. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to shout out or, or say before you head out? No, I just want to say thank you, like, for real. And what you're doing is like really, uh, this is when Robinson even, uh, told me about this. I was like, oh, that's great. Like, this is something that needs to exist. Like, it's it's a really good idea. And, like, the only way to really do anything big is with people and, and working together and stuff like that. So what you're doing is really important. And I, I see the work you're putting in, and it's definitely going to pay off. So, yeah. No, Thank you, bro. Thank you, bro. Really appreciate that. I'm, I'm happy to, you know, keep doing this. Like you said, everything – is for people and i feel like bringing people together is something that is better than bigger b better and bigger than all of us so 
excited to just keep doing that. And I'm happy, you know, to meet you whenever you come up to New York. Yeah, and I'll be there soon, the 16th. So I'll tap in for sure. Already. Yeah. Already. All right, bro. Thank you so much yeah. for being on the show. I appreciate you. Have a good one. No problem. See you, man. That was very interesting. I definitely like a lot of the different things he said. He made a shirt that says Rob Me on it. And he talked about perception. And he talked about how there's a duality of what that could mean. And I think, like, everything he's saying is completely aligned with his brand. And so it was just very, very interesting to, to hear him articulate that. And so, nah, it's been cool. Uh, we had on Never Ending. We had on Urban Jungle. And we had on Silver Dirt. All three amazing brands that we've been working with for a little while now and you know i'm just i'm i'm, I'm happy to to keep doing this and that was a lot of fun we have our collection dropping on august 21st and you know it's just a culmination of a lot of different artists a lot of different designers all kind of putting out clothes that hopefully we could all wear back to school so yeah it's just great kind of talking to them and, and learning more about them but um i really just appreciate this show really I've gotten to interview I said the other day like man thinking like I've interviewed so many people over the last nine weeks this is episode eight and so kind of just summarizing a lot of the different things that people said I think I've interviewed a lot of different creators and a lot of different entrepreneurs and these people are only in the position that they are in right now because they started and just starting in general is one of the hardest things and it's the biggest barrier of entry that you have, but it's also the most fulfilling thing ever. For me, right, I wanted to make content and I felt like I had, you know, a lot of knowledge that I wanted to put out and I wanted to share with a lot of people, but I didn't just start. And so what I was doing was I was taking my iPad and I would take my iPad and I would write all of these different ideas about videos I wanted to do, about things I wanted to do. And I was writing on my iPad and one day came where I was like, man, I wrote 60 pages of different content ideas and different things that I wanted to do. And I never actually started and did any of them. And so literally what I did was I stopped writing on my iPad because I think when you write on your iPad, you have too much room and too much space to write caps. And I started writing in real notebooks. And like now each word I write, I have to go back and I have to read every day. And I finish these notebooks and I know that like I can't write caps. And so I guess like what that means, what that really means to me is that when you have unlimited room to, to play with, you can you know, tell yourself so many different things and you could take yourself to so many different places. But in reality, like life is not an infinite thing. Like life has a beginning and it has an end and all of these pages are in the middle. And instead of, you know, it's not a place where you have unlimited time to waste or tell yourself to do any of these certain things, you really just have to start. And so that's been my shift on, being like, yo, I'm not going to write in my iPad anymore. I'm going to write in notebooks because everything I write in notebooks, it has a defined space and I have to write that for a reason. And so that really, that concept alone has, has meant a lot to me because a lot of times, like we, we, a lot of us have, you know, huge ideas 
and it's like you gotta if you really care about that if you really are passionate about that you gotta just start and like there's a start place to everything like there's like I want to make a show in real life and this is my start place to that show so there's a start place to everything I think after just starting the next thing that literally every single every single person that has come on to this show not every single person but at least 70% of the people that came onto the show stressed consistency. And consistency is one of the hardest things to do, but it also is the most important thing to do because it doesn't really, like obviously you have to work smart and you have to be consistent in the right medium, but like consistency really is the only difference between something that works and something that doesn't work. For example, back in high school, I started vlogging, right? I created my YouTube channel and I started vlogging and I did like three vlogs and I didn't post them on YouTube. They were private vlogs. And then I posted one vlog on YouTube, right? And my goal at the time was to be a vlogger and like just vlog, you know, my day, vlog my basketball season, X, Y, and Z. And I'll never forget, like I just stopped and you know, nothing, nothing really came about that. I stopped vlogging. And a couple of years later, I came back and I was like, man, I, I want to make a YouTube channel. And one thing that's very easy is you can be caught up on what you failed to do in the past, right? So somebody could say to me all the time, like, yo, I had an idea to do this, and I never ended up doing that, right? But then I feel like there's a there's a real concept um, that says like the past, the present, and the future are really the same thing. And so like any anxiety that I might have had about not putting out or not continuing my YouTube channel in the past, like that very much so could be something that still lingers on in the future if I don't take care of it in the present. And so the past, the present, and the future are all very interconnected. And the only thing that connects those are consistency. The only way of taking something and, and handling something that you always dreamed about was consistency. And so for now on, whenever it comes to fits, whenever it comes to a designer, whenever it comes to anything that we're doing, like in order to be part of fits, you have to be consistent. Like that is one of our core values that is non-negotiable. And we have to hold each other to be consistent together. I think it's easy to cheat on yourself when no one else is holding you accountable around you, but when a lot of other people are creating spaces and are doing things and are pushing each other to be consistent, that is all that matters. And so we're gonna figure out how we wanna approach this. We can do a lot of different things. We can do a challenge. We can have a group chat in the Discord. I'm completely open to any ideas that you all may have, but I think we need to do some form of consistency challenge that goes over a certain period of time. And we're all in this together and we're all waking up and we're all holding each other accountable to those different things. Cause like, even me, like I'd be slipping and like, I don't want to slip on my own people or on my own company. So I definitely think we need to figure out a way to do that. And so we're going to get started on that. Definitely when the school year starts, figuring out some type of challenge, whether it's a 30-day challenge or a 60-day challenge, 
that is going to literally force us to be consistent because that's really just a non-negotiable thing at this point. Um, other than that, it's been a good episode. Thank you all for, for joining me today. This was episode eight of Game of Power. We had on Never Ending. We had on Urban Jungle and we had on Silver Dirt. Super excited for the future. Super excited for the Fitz collection dropping August 21st, which is also my 21st birthday. So I'm going to see you all again. You know, it's funny. I was going to call this the season finale, but I actually think that I want to do an episode on my birthday. And I think I want to do an episode the week after when I'm in Vegas, because realistically, like the show has to continue. Like I don't, I've been consistent over these last nine weeks and it's been hard putting out all of these episodes. And like, I'll tell myself all day, Sunday's going on that. I don't feel like doing this episode. Like, I don't, you know, I don't want to do it. Oh, I'm not going to let anyone down if I don't do it. And like, I've just been pushing myself last minute to always do the episode. And I don't want to break that. Like, I want it to be like Sunday nights. I do these episodes no matter what, if it's my birthday, no matter if I'm Vegas. So we'll probably change the time next week. We're probably going to do the episode in the morning instead of at night. Um, But all in all, you know, thank you all for coming on episode eight of Game of Power. Um, we've learned a lot about perception. We learned a lot about art and the mentality towards art. And, you know, we've had on three amazing designers. So super excited to keep doing this. And I'll see you all next week. Thank you.